news from over here. Sharing ideas, thoughts, inspired by life lessons, current affairs, and experiences from Yad and all over the world. Tune in now and every time to hear a refreshing spin on simple but profound topics with a straight Jamaican perspective and twist. You may never know the views heard could be your view the next time. Where do I start as it relates to some injustice, some of the wrongdoing, and some of the problems that are around us? As some of them, if we are honest, we are the same ones contributing to the situation. A lot of them we think are subtle and really doesn't matter much, but I dare say they are the root cause and a lot of the other chronic problems that we suffer from in this world, we are at the very core of it. Whether you're in Jamaica, Uncle Sam, Canada, Europe, or anywhere in the world, it doesn't matter where you apply your trade. You can't continue to be on the fence. You have to take a side. So today on Views from Over Here, hopefully me not touch nobody corn, but I'm going to lay it all out for you to decide. I will give you the statistics. I'll paint my perspective and then leave you to make your informed decision with the information that I have presented. So number one, the biggest number one problem that is out there is deeply rooted in every culture, every organization, every committee, every community, and every country. And that number one problem is discrimination. It is really a broad brush, and this covers a lot of things. So now discrimination and criminalize are two different things. Because take, for example, in the USA, your sexuality, sexual orientation, and who you choose to marry is pretty much open and anything goes. And you're not treated unfairly once you support pride or have same-sex interactions. But flip the script, in Jamaica, at least for now, same-sex marriages is illegal and having sex with the same sex is buggery, which is a criminal offense. So typically, this is an example of territory discrimination and criminalization of the same matter. But really, it is bigger than that. This discrimination the stigma associated with it actually enable violence acts against the vulnerable and the marginal community. And these are important concerns because this problem makes someone not able to progress in life. Actually, it can be a real obstacle if you're not on the same agenda, so to speak. So let's look in Jamaica. There was a stigma index in 2020 found that 38% of people living with HIV reported having delayed testing and another 30% delayed initiating treatment. Why? Because they feared how others would treat them, which is the stigma associated with HIV. And that's what I was alluding to earlier because HIV is prevalent among homosexual practices. So are you making the connection now and seeing the discrimination? I want you to think about these situations. 
and consider how you would deal with any of them if by chance you may give any favoritism or maybe a little bias or preferential treatment. So you work somewhere and you come in and you see someone you know in the line waiting to get through and you can assist them. Would you assist them? What about your fellow schoolmate from either high school or university that put in an application and you can do a thing for them at your workplace? Would you assist them? Contemplate if you witness a criminal activity or any wrongdoing where the authorities seek the truth or investigation is pursuing and they asking for information to lead to solving this act. Would you be the informer or you leave people business alone? You see, are we creating a problem or are we trying to solve it? You have the watchy pooms, the mama's boys, and also you have people with any form of disability. All of those categories are of people who we tend to treat them unfairly because they don't fall within the norm of society. Now, mark you, we have come a far way with disabilities, putting in policies in our workplaces and enforcing acts in government to mitigate against the unfair or the unequal treatment of special needs people. But how do you treat them once they are seen and branded as that? Of course, the right step starts with the proper message being said. Also, the publicity has to be positive and with examples. I think successive governments have been doing that and it has been more inclusive of the physically challenged in one way or another. In the Jamaican parliament, for example, Senator Floyd Morris is a blind person and he's also a member, but you have also the intellectually challenged. I don't call no names there. I don't know we can't help them but they have to be included. I do hasten to note that the voices are many which are being discriminated against. And these include the Rastafaris, the Maroons claiming that their land in St. Elizabeth is sovereign, and then you have L.A. Lewis, which is a whole other category by himself. So let's look at another statistics. According to the world population, and get this estimate right, that approximately 8% of the world identifies as either homosexual, bisexual, or pansexual. And approximately 80% of the world identifies as heterosexual. That means that they're straight. So the remaining 12% of the world will not report what they identify as. Is that part of the problem or the solution? You tell me. Australia, which is a good example, is considered to have some of the most liberal views on the planet. I have laid out the statistics, but what does it mean? Let me analyze it for you. Although the minority with 20% of world population, these groups have the most public outcry, they have a vibrant movement, the push for equality is in your face, and the chance to stop the discrimination are the loudest. These practices are being forced on us to be included into our educational curriculum, 
in the schools, in our churches, in our homes. And it is an attempt to be generally more accepted. And this is similar to a lot of the Me Too movements and Black Lives Matters, where we kneel down every now and again in recognition of some wrong action committed against us. We may have to yield shortly or eventually, and that could be part of the problem or the solution. All right, enough is enough. Now to the meat of the matter. What is your stance? Are you contributing to the problem or are you trying to solve it the best way you can? Let's be honest. There's no more middle ground. That is not really fear anymore. I'm not saying you must be passionate and push your beliefs or ideas down everyone through that don't agree with you. But what are your morals? What are your ethics that guide your action? Do you believe in any causes? Are you convinced that it is the right thing to do? Or is it in the best interest of all to continue to be acting in one accord? This is not about lbgtq whatever or any political organization or this is not a black issue or a white issue this is about people human beings striving for equality doing better for each other having the order of the day being practicing fairness treating one another with respect guiding the misguided giving each other the best knowledge to make an informed decision. Hearing about the right outcome. Doing what you can to make things better. Now you don't have to be a human rights activist. And that may not be your calling. But so many things in life you can control. And you're under the influence to affect others. And that is how you need to plant the right seed for it to germinate and blossom. And this will help to just weed out some of the discrimination. So talk up against injustice. But more than anything else, if you can do something to effect positive change, be like night and just do it and be part of the solution.